Good night, Fanai, no my hockey my key Maori millionaire. Today we're here with um Nikki Kennedy, who is the founder of Tapi Tapu, so Kilda Fire and welcome to the podcast. Oh, Kilda Takara, thank you for having me. Um for those listening in today, did you wanna um give uh Paku Mahi and a bit about your Mahi? Aye, aye, kapai o tēnā tātou. Uh, he mokapona hau nō te tairāwhiti. Uh, ko Ngāti Parau te aitanga maha ki me te whakatohia ngā iwi. Uh, I tipu ake au ki Tūranganui Akiwa. Uh, Kei ko nei au, ina e nei. Um, ko Nikki Kennedy. Ahau. Kia ora koutou. I'm Nikki uh, from the East Coast, born and raised in Gisborne, and I'm currently living here in Gizzi. Uh, my name's Nikki, and yeah, a little bit about me, I guess I'm a creative at heart. Um, at school, I was definitely the creative kid in the music room, art room, graphic design, fabric. I love sewing, um, so naturally that was going to be my path. I uh, went to uni at Waikato to study te reo Māori, and that was way after I finished school. It was about maybe six years after finishing school, I actually decided what I wanted to do um, and that was to learn te reo Māori and I did a design media uh, major as well. So I came out with te reo Māori and design uh, and with that came tapu tapu. So tapu tapu at that time was to design te reo Māori homeware to bring te reo Māori into home. So um, I'm a small business owner. My business is called Tapu Tapu, and it's my full-time gig now. Um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> I love that. And so um, some of the products um, I know that um, Nikki has are like um, Te Reo Māori on like, um, what are they, um, coffee and things, containers and yeah. stuff. Um, so... Yeah, I love them. Um, I think the person that lived at Alfredi before she left some there, and they already hit some, so that's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, what was your journey like starting um your own business? Is it something that you were raised around, or is it something normal for um for you, or was it kind of a a new thing for you that you had to go through to learn how to do? It was a bit of both. So it was definitely new, but then also I had trialed. A business before I did Tapu Tapu. So I was 21 in Gizzi, I was a youth worker and I did a um, clothing business. It was called Co Purple at the time. <laughs> and it was basically these cool kind of messages on t shirts, um, streetwear. So I, I had dabbled a little bit in business before that. So coming into Tapu Tapu, it was like, okay, I kind of have an understanding. But because times had changed a little bit, or yeah, quite a bit. Um, and online shopping was, you had started then. Um, yeah, it kind of changed the game a little bit. So coming into Tapu Tapu, I was in my second year at uni. Um, this was in 2015. Um, and I had just done a kind of startup to business um, program scholarship with Waikato Uni. So that kind of helped me get into business. Um, yeah. <clears throat> That's awesome. And... Um... <laughs> Wait, is it currently a econ business or do you have um, physical stores or what's that kind of like? Yeah, it's e-commerce, yeah, online. Um, no physical shop yet, but I have some ideas now that I'm home and I'm grounded. 
um, kind of keen to see if I can do a pottery slash coffee shop here. That sounds really cool. What would you say if someone else wanted to start their own Papi Māori, uh, what are three of your best tips for being able to um, pick the plunge and get started with their own business? Awesome. I think first is to believe in yourself first and foremost um, and believe in your idea. Uh, I think if we can overcome those barriers first, we can achieve anything that we want to. Uh, second would be really dive into your idea. Really make it unique. What's your unique niche? What is your difference that you're going to bring to the table? Some people just see an idea. They're like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll do coffee as well. But what's the difference to your coffee? Is it like mega coffee? Is it? Um, they get these cool, funky cups. Is it that they get bonus coffee rounds? Or what's the quirkiness about your products? Because there's millions of products and businesses out there. So the second um, tip I'd give is to really uh, dive into your business idea to make it unique. Uh, and the third tip, the third tip, especially if you're starting out, would be research. Research, research, research. Find out who are your audience? Who are you trying to sell to? What kind of problems are you solving? Because that's basically what business is about, is that we're trying to solve a problem. We're trying to make our customers' lives either easier, faster, more sustainable, more fitter, more stronger. So what problem are you bringing? What solution, sorry, are you trying to bring to your uh, customers' uh, life and lifestyle? Um, so yeah, first one, believe in yourself. Second, dive into your idea. And three, research. <laughs> Those are some really, really awesome tips. Where did you learn about um, running your own business? Was it, did you study business or did you read Pukapuka on it? Or how did you kind yeah. of work through this? <laughs> yeah, funny that I didn't learn it at uni. Um, and actually at the time when I was studying, I was doing Te Reo Māori and then it was a switch. In my second year, I took on design media. So going through my degree, it was like two polar subjects to do, but they were two subjects I was really passionate about. And at the time I was like, I actually don't know how these two are going to come together. I actually don't know what my end goal is, you know, what my job is after this. But all I know is that I'm passionate about these two things. Um, and it's just all kind of come together now. And it makes a lot of sense now in my life that I'm now a graphic designer who designs Māori branding and helps Māori clients. So, yeah, that's helped. So, anyway, back to your question. <clears throat> no, I didn't learn business. I had to learn it off the cuff. I've learned it on my journey. Um, definitely reading books, um, listening to podcasts, following other businesses, uh, but also finding a good collective of friends who are in businesses. That has helped me tremendously um, because I've been able to learn off them, see how they do things, ask them, oh, I've hit this problem with my Shopify. How do I solve that? So having friends has been great. Also connecting into um, business e-commerce programs. So Kahal is one that I of. Yeah. So I was part of that tether a few years ago. Um and being part of programs like Business Accelerator programs has helped me to understand um, business a lot more. 
but yeah, it's just been on the cuff, on the journey, <laughs> just putting my fingers into, um, yeah, different things over the years. So mm. you've kind of just learned through experience and um, been able to grow an awesome business. Um, what would you say? What would you say was the most important thing you've done during your business journey that has helped you to be able to um, work full time in your parking? Yeah, that's a good part. I I think realizing quickly that product wasn't going to make a living for me. So I originally started doing product and it's a hard slog doing product. It might look easy to some, um, but the amount of money you're spending to buy product, the amount of waiting time, the packaging, the handling, um, the marketing, product is a bit of a slog and sometimes a profit isn't a great return so I had to think outside the box okay if I want to do topic topic full-time what do I need to introduce into my business that will help sustain me financially and it was graphic design services I thought I'm actually a graphic designer so let's bring in that type of service because I was already doing side jobs um, designing someone's book or designing a logo um, I just didn't have the systems and processes in place. So I thought to myself, actually, if I put some processes in place, what could come from that? I might be able to bring in some work that would sustain us. And yeah, took a leap, took a leap of faith. Um, And yeah, our graphic design services is our main hustle um, that brings in our bread and butter. And then our products now is just a bit of a cherry on the top now. Mm. That's really exciting. So in terms of um, graphic design, are you um, doing contract mahi and do you have like automations in place to um, get those, get that mahi done? Like how does it all work? Yeah, it's, it kind of just comes in when it comes in. Um, And on our website, we've got logo packages available. So I wanted to make the process easy for our clients where they can just go on our website, they can see all our prices, what they can get, and then they can choose from there. So that's been really helpful. Um, also promoting our work on social media, we've been bringing in clients that way and also word of mouth. So, And, and a few clients have been coming back to us more than once. So that's been able to generate um, consistent mahi. Um, one thing that I've learned though is this is our second year, no, this is our, coming into our third year now of doing our graphic design mahi. Um, the half of December and most of January is quiet. So, you know, people aren't getting logos designed, people aren't getting reports designed. So that's been a huge gap for me where now I can think, okay, how do I mitigate um, that so I can still bring an income over that? Not a drought, but it's a bit of a break, you know? So, yeah, but the rest of the year, it's all ketapai. Yeah, we seem to bring in the mahi. It just seems to just come in. Um, and at the moment, we're not taking on big contracts. It's just working with clients, working with Pakehi Māori. And that's what I really love about our mahi is that Pakehi Māori are coming to us. They're like, look, we've been running our business, but we've never had a logo or we've got this real budget one. You know, can you help bring to life our business? And these are our values. This is what we stand for. And then we just take yeah their ideas and come up with a logo and a brand for them. And suddenly they've got a really cool brand that they're really proud of. Um, that's my highlight of what I do. Mm. That's super impressive. Um, 
what is your marketing like? So you said that you market through social media, word of mouth and returning customers. In terms of social media, uh, do you have a strategy in place to do that and what does that look like? Oh, yeah, um, definitely marketing. Oh, do I have a strategy? <laughs> it's kind of like just in my head. I, I don't have, um, I probably should now that you're back. I don't, I don't have it mapped out. It's just like, okay, I'm going to hit Facebook ads this week. I'm going to be pushing out Instagram content, whether that might be a carousel, a post or a reel. Uh, oh, and then things are like, especially for our design mahi, I'll think, okay, I haven't hit LinkedIn for a while. Cool. I'll post up some of our recent mahi to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a really cool platform for our graphic design work. It's more of a professional space. Um, corporate so I like to put our design mahi on there um, Facebook I'm finding not much engagement um, yeah Instagram is kind of where we're at yeah and then I've also just started TikTok account so oh man it's just endless um, and that's just social media and then we've got email marketing so I try and send out an email at least once a week if not twice a week and then there are times where there are just droughts where I just can't keep up with it all. So it's just a bit of, yeah, I just kind of play around with what's happening, um, especially if I've got new products or if I want to push a product, I'll go to email marketing, push that out. Um, yeah, so that's been really cool for me over this break is to actually push more content out. Um, yeah, it comes in waves. Oh, that's awesome. And in terms of your offers right now, I know that you have something exciting coming up. Did you want to have a kōrero about what that is? Yes, we actually have a few things coming up, but I think what's important for this um, kōrero is that I'm writing an ebook around first steps of business um, to help those who have this business idea, but they don't know where to take it. They don't know what's the next step. Um, so I've got, I think it's five chapters at the moment, I walk you through going through your idea, walk you through the research, what do you need to research, walk you through um, what you need to think about in terms of business names. Um, we've come across a few brands now where their name is really long or they've used their own personal name, say if they're a consultant. But then I look at their name and it's really hard to pronounce and it's really long, and in my head, I'm like, okay, how can we, and I don't want to be offensive or rude and be like, oh, can you change your name just to, like, help your brand, so I'm trying to, yeah, communicate just some ideas to clients of how do we name our businesses really well, where it's catchy, it's distinctive, um, easy to pronounce, perhaps, but, um, yeah, we go through how to name your business, um, just some legal stuff that you may not know about trademarking copyright I've just noted them down okay here's some links that you can check out in terms of legal stuff for business um yeah and then we then the final chapter is just okay now you've got your idea you've done your research here's the next step yeah that's going to be a really, really helpful resource for um, Māori to use or anyone to use really to um, start their own parties. So, um, yeah, I can't wait. To... I, I, I also think it will be cool coming from a Māori perspective as well, because um, I think when it comes to business, there's resources out there, but the jargon, the wording can put people off. I know when I first started, it was like, 
here's your marketing plan, you need a business plan, you need a strategic plan, you need a finance, you know, you need a three-year budget and all of that stuff just like goes over my head and it's scary for some people um, and that can put people right off. So I think I am trying to write this ebook where anyone can pick it up and they don't feel overwhelmed. Um, and then I also want to create a part two of that ebook where it's for just for creatives so I'm seeing a lot of creatives come out who are toy Māori artists, they're painters, or they're they're making stickers, or they're making, you know, and then how do you take that creative business as an actual business where you've got proper systems in place like invoicing, you've got proper um, communication lines for clients and stuff like that. So yeah, two kind of ebooks going to be available. I want to say March. Let's just say March. You um... were, and then we're going to hold you accountable for that. So, (laughs) (laughs) an update in March with a link to purchase the ebook. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm really, really grateful for your for your time today. If someone wants to um, support Tapu Tapu and the Mahini you do, where can they find you? What's your social media? And yeah, how can they help? Awesome. Just check us out on our website, www.taputapu.co.nz. Give us a follow on Instagram at taputapu underscore limited or LTD. Um, and we've also got a taputapu toy uh, graphic design Instagram as well. Check me out on TikTok. Um, yeah, yeah, just hit us up, Bano. Um, I'm always open on the DMs if you just want to send a message. Um, if you need any help with your Pakehi ideas, um, if you need help with branding as well. So, yeah, let me know. Awesome. You're so cool. Um, and I'm really, really grateful that you took the time out of your busy day as a business woman to have a corridor with us. And I think that those listening in today will really be able to um, absorb some value and and hopefully this can inspire someone to start their own Pākehi. Um, so, tēnā koe and, and thank you so much. Oh, kia ora. Keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) Oh, you too.